I'm Rachel Olstead, and this is the Dream Builder Society podcast. As a life coach, I help women just like you harness the power of your thoughts to take your good life and make it great. Join me each week here for inspiration, stories, and practical life coaching tools with real life application to start taking small steps towards creating the life of your dreams. Hey guys, welcome back to the Dream Builder Society podcast. We're on episode number 84 today, and we are talking about 90 days of journaling because I'm so excited to share with you that I have a brand new free resource to share with you that's already linked up in the show notes, and I cannot wait for you to dig into it. But as the title says, the resource that I've created is filled with 90 which is a lot, I realize, 90 incredibly insightful, profound, really, really reflective questions that I encourage you to start journaling on. And the reason that I created this, which I'm calling Grow Where You're Planted, because I think there's so much, there's there's a lot to the name, which maybe I'll describe later, in the episode, but I want to get into like the meat of it right away because there is so much to share with you about not only just this resource, but the entire idea of journaling. And so why 90? I want to start with that. It is, I'm sure you guys have heard this before, but it's it's scientifically proven with like a habit building that it, it takes a about 21 days to make and to create a new habit. But really, it takes about 90 days, so about three months, to really allow that habit to sink in to become a like default habit, right? A part of just who you are, just what you do, a part of your lifestyle. And so that is why I created this because although you can just like sit down with any of these questions and sit down when you want to dig in or, or, um, are ready to explore some of your thoughts, beliefs, desires, and really dig into, you know, even your frustrations or fears, what's holding you back. Like, These are going to be really, really amazing journal prompts that will guide you, direct you, and help you just kind of explore your mind, explore your reality, explore your life randomly if you want to just sit down and journal. But also, I encourage you to actually like make a new habit and create a new habit in your life of journaling through this entire series. There's so much power, you guys, in journaling. And I used to hate, truly, when people told me to journal. I love writing. I always have. I've always been a very reflective person and personal growth, my mental health, professional growth, you name it, just growth in general has always been really near and dear to me. And so I've always done a lot of this type of work, but journaling for some reason, just like I had so much resistance to it. And whenever people would say like, oh, just journal about it or like, Back when I first went to see a counselor for the very first time, let's see, it was in college, like my sophomore year of college, 
I just had so much resistance to it. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. Like, I would give me all of the, the back in college when I was studying French. I'm like, give me all of the French essays. Give me all of the essays for all of the classes that I'm in. Like, all right, I'll do an amazing job because I'm a good writer. But journaling about my thoughts, like journaling about my life, like, no thanks, right? I truly thought it was a waste of time, a waste of energy. I thought it was basically like keeping a diary. And I had these thoughts that like diaries were stupid and only for like 13 year old girls to like write down their thoughts about their crush, you know, the crush that they had on a boy at school. Although that is so valid. And why can't a 13 year old girl or boy, right? Like for that matter, write down their thoughts. I just had this stigma around it. And I'm like, that's ridiculous. I'm not keeping a journal. I'm not keeping a diary. But the truth is fast forward a few years when I actually kind of started exploring the power of journaling, I realized that it is really, really wildly effective for anyone at any age in any season of life. And there is no right or wrong way to do it. I think that the power of of journaling comes because we are, for a couple of reasons, but some of the reasons why I feel like it is so powerful, and I want to share with you some of kind of the, the insights that I've gathered about journaling and really sell you today on the idea that like you should also <laughs> start journaling and start digging in and start writing on your own is that... Well, the first thing is that we're able to slow down physically, right? We have to physically slow down and not just like let our thoughts swirl around in our head while we're just living our life every day, okay? We are like forced to, when we're journaling, forced to sit down, forced to grab a pen and a piece of paper or a notebook, a journal, whatever, and actually slow our brains and slow our bodies down. And there's so much power in that physiologically, biologically, right? But also psychologically, there's a lot of power in slowing down our brains and our bodies so that we can tap into our deepest, truest, and most authentic selves, essentially. Like with journaling and actually putting a pen to the paper, we're so much more open and so much less censored in our thoughts, in our subconscious beliefs that will come up as you sit and give it time and space to like explore, right? We're so much less censored with our ideas, our hopes, our dreams, like, and how we just express ourselves. Because when we're journaling, when we're writing, we aren't trying to put on a show, right? We're not trying to create a presentation to share with other people. We're not trying to write a very like insightful personal letter to someone, right? We're not trying to please someone else or do it for anyone else. Like it's just me and my paper and my thoughts. It's just you, your paper, and your thoughts. And there's something so therapeutic about doing that. I once heard that you could actually have breakthroughs and grow in your life as a person just by talking to a tree or a lamppost every day for an hour. And that concept, like I truly want you to picture yourself standing next to a tree or standing next to a lamppost and like talking to it. And it's so 
it's so hilarious, but it's also really true. There's so much truth to that because I think our society doesn't prioritize downtime. Our society doesn't prioritize and doesn't, I guess, doesn't make it seem like it's a good thing that we have like downtime or quiet time or time to ourselves to just sit and think and dream and just be contemplative. And I think that this is something that I have always been really, really good at is like sitting in silence and just like allowing myself to just be and be with my thoughts. I'm getting better at it the older I get and the more I do this work as, you know, for myself with my clients and I'm I'm constantly improving, right? at this. But I always just wonder, like when I see people and even there's people in my life that just like don't ever do this, like they always have some sort of input in front of them, whether it's a book or a TV show or their phone or Twitter or a video game or some sort of like show, right? Or some sort of conversation. Like so many people I see don't actually take the time to sit down and just like be with themselves and be with their own thoughts without having all of this external input. And I think that like, I actually find it really sad because they're losing out on finding out like who they really are, right? And if this is you, I want you to consider like how this might be true for you right now too. If you're feeling like, um, or or don't sit down and journal or do it sometimes but like not consistently not on a regular basis like why right is it some sort of um fear about like what thoughts are going to come up fear that you don't know how to do it fear that you're doing it wrong like there's so many different pieces but journaling is going to help you right dig into those things So often my clients have a lot of resistance as I once did and sometimes still do. I'm just going to be really honest about like sitting down to journal. And so I give my clients like really, really specific, customized, like incredibly insightful journal prompts. Oftentimes after our calls that we have digging into whatever they're struggling with, whatever they're wanting to create, whatever they're working on at that time, I will sit down and create some really customized, like personalized questions for them to help them in that situation, in that scenario that they're dealing with. And sometimes my clients come back and they're like, hey, I I'm just like having so much resistance to even like looking at these questions. Like I have had clients tell me in the past, and I have done this as well. Like I, I know that these questions are going to be really helpful for me, but like, I don't know why I can't just sit down and write about it. And after exploring, it always comes down to, well, it comes down to typically two things. One that like we think that we're doing it wrong, right? That there's a right way or a wrong way to journal and to like explore our thoughts and to whatever, do this work, do this mindset work, thought work, whatever you want to call it. Exploration is really what it, what it is. Okay. And the other thing is like the fear of what's underneath the surface, right? It's like, 
I know, and my clients will tell me like, I know there's some like nasty stuff under here. I know that if I dig into my thoughts about my husband or my thoughts about money or my deep-seated beliefs about whatever, X, Y, Z, fill in the blank, whatever topic, I know that there's going to be some like nasty stuff to dig up and I'm scared. Like that's what it always, almost always comes down to. And so I think that is why a lot of people buffer and don't do this work because they know it's like, it's like, you know, that there is, um, it's almost like I gave this analogy on a, on a call with a client a few weeks ago, and we were just kind of laughing about it, but it just popped into my head and I want to share it with you too. It's almost like the fear of the unknown is scarier than like what's actually happening. And I gave this analogy where like at a Halloween party, for example, or sometimes you see this like on TV shows or in movies where they'll have like this like gross food kind of like guessing game, right? Where maybe, I don't know why it's at Halloween. I think it's supposed to be like a weird, gross, like creepy thing. I've never done it, but Just picture this, just stick with me and just picture this where there's like a bowl of, there's several different bowls of like different foods or different substances that when you're blindfold, you'll stick your hand in it and feel and be grossed out and then have to guess what it is. I gave her the analogy that like sitting down or thinking about like our thought work or thinking about journaling or digging into some of this stuff is like putting our hand in a bowl full of like cold, sticky, gross, like slimy spaghetti, but not knowing that it's only spaghetti, like not knowing and just like freaking out about what it could be, what it might be, what is my hand in right now and just like losing it right? But when we take the blindfold off and we're like, oh, this does feel gross. This is sticky. This is really weird. I don't like this feeling, but oh, interesting. It's just spaghetti. Ha ha. Like, let's move on and let's deal with it, right? That is a really like light example of what this work and what um, journaling can like prompt in us. But I think it's really applicable because I do think that's why so many people resist doing this work because they're scared, right? It's like, oh, I know this feels gross. This is terrible. But like, it's really scary because I don't have awareness. But as soon as we bring it up to the surface, then we can have awareness and then we can deal with this stuff. But until we do that, right, until we do that in one way, one amazing way to bring all of this stuff up to the surface, right, that's like in our mind, in our subconscious in our brain, in our body, in our heart, right? All of these thoughts and fears and doubts and worries and dreams and ideas and all of this stuff. We we can't do anything with it. We can't heal from it. We can't grow from it. And we can't create from it if we don't know what we're working with right? And it's so much less scary when it's actually out in the open. When you take the blindfold off and you're like, oh, it's just spaghetti. Yeah, that's like kind of gross, but let's let's deal with it, right? And so I think it's like during these times of 
going back to this idea of society, not prioritizing downtime, quiet time, time to ourselves to think and dream and just like do this work. I think it's during these times that we actually have the biggest, most amazing realizations and growth. And we're able to learn things and uncover things about ourselves, our past, our present, our future, our relationship with ourselves, relationship with others, relationship with money, with business, with spouses, with kids, with whatever, right? And discover places where we might be holding ourselves back, right? From living the life that we truly want to live, having the money, having the relationships, having the businesses or the careers or the health or whatever that we truly want to have. And when we get it down on paper, we have so much more, like I said, awareness. And from that place, we can actually create change. And it also gives us that space again to to dream uncensored, right? To dream like we were kids again, right? Kids don't ever, until they grow up, until they become part of like society, not that kids aren't part of society, but you know what I mean? Like when they go to school or when they're going to specifically a certain type of school or a public school or whatever, like Kids have so much uncensored imagination and dreams and they don't question it, right? They don't question their dreams. They don't question if they're capable, if it's possible, whatever. They just like have these amazing dreams and imagination because they haven't been like smashed with all of the the societal <laughs> like um, limiting beliefs yet that we all have, right? As we continue to grow and, and are influenced by different people in different parts of society as well. And so like journaling allows us truly to get back into kind of that like childlike uncensored dreaming place as well to create and to grow in general. And so I want you to think about like, the power of journaling and going through some of these questions and going through if you choose to, which I encourage the entire 90 days, it's going to help you better understand yourself, better understand your fears, your worries, your doubts, your anxieties, your hopes, dreams, past traumas, places of resistance, and can help us have so much more mindfulness and intentionality, right? Which I think is, is, truly one of the keys to growth and change is like mindfulness, awareness, and intentionality, which we really do need to gain confidence, right? To gain joy and peace and fulfillment and to help us grow and become the best versions of ourselves. And I know that journaling and I know that this work can be difficult right? It can be difficult to know even where to start, right? Which is exactly why I created this guide. I often will, again, like I said, send really fantastic journal prompts to my clients and to different people in my life as well when asked, of course, to like help them dig into some of these pieces. And as you're exploring in, again, different concepts that I coach on and teach on, in the life coaching realm, in business coaching, right? About money, marriage, motherhood, like giving versus receiving, confidence, value, worth, you know, pricing an offer, your belief in yourself, marketing, people pleasing, whatever the the content, the concept, the area that you are working on, like the mind-blowing realizations and breakthroughs often happen through going through these this experience of journaling and just like writing things down. And so 
I'm going to share with you guys some of the different questions just to give you kind of a sneak peek here in a moment. But here are some tips that I've created that I share in this resource with you that I encourage you to download like the second you are done listening to this and share the resource with anyone that you know. Again, this resource isn't just for moms who have a business, right? This resource is truly like applicable to anyone in any stage of of life. And I just want to get this resource in the hands of as many people as possible because there's so much available on the other side of exploring these questions. And my ultimate goal is just that like everyone is creating intentional change in a positive direction and creating the life that they truly want. Like that is my goal as a life coach is to empower specifically women, but to empower everyone to create the life that you want. And creating and growing requires doing some of this internal work as well. So here are a couple tips to get you started. And then I'm going to share some example questions to just kind of give you a sneak peek. So first, I want you to know that there is no right or wrong way to journal. I don't want you to overthink it. Okay. The point is just to do it, to pick a question or to go in order one through 90 or to just sit down and choose a number randomly. Okay. One through 90 and just sit down and just start writing. Just see what comes up. Again, don't overthink it. Don't feel like there has to be like a set way to journal the, a set like, period of time, whether it's like two minutes the first time you do it or 10 minutes or whether you are a seasoned journaler and you just like want to go for it and dig in with several questions at once and spend an hour on this, like that is totally your prerogative. Any and all of those options are going to be helpful. Sometimes also it helps to create, like I said, a habit out of it and journal at the, at the exact same time or around the same time every single day. Um, just so it becomes like for me, it's like, okay, in the morning after I, after I drink my water, I drink 32 ounces of water every single morning. I take my vitamins, I, and supplements, and then I have my coffee. I grab my devotional. I do some reading, some prayers, a little meditation, and then I journal. And this isn't always like exactly at the same time because I have three little kids as you might as well, but um, you get the gist, right? Like having some sort of kind of mini routine and a habit around journaling so that it just becomes a part of your day. And it's not like, oops, I forgot again, or oops, I should do that. It's just like, oh, now I'm going to journal right? Again, you could set a timer. You could just write until you have nothing left to say. It can be full sentences. It can be bullet points. It can be whatever you want it to be. Like perfection is not the goal here, friends. It's all about progress. And this is something that I actually like shared with my husband several times over the last year. I am very careful to not try to overstep like our relationship, like as husband and wife. And I, I don't ever want to 
step into the role of coach, right? Like I'm not my husband's coach. He's not asking for coaching. He's not like that is, it's really important that I stay in my role as a wife to him and not his coach. But sometimes when I see that he is struggling with something or other people in my life too, but just specifically my husband in this last year with all the changes and with job stuff and, and stuff that he's been dealing with personally too, it's more of an encouragement. And I'm kind of like in the process of teaching him a little bit too, how to sit down because he's never like so many people never been taught to do this, never been shown. And like, it's never been modeled to him, like how to do this internal work, how to grow, how to journal, like what that even looks like. And it can be scary. And so I've shared with him too. I'm like, Hey, I think that like just starting, maybe it's just a couple sentences. Maybe it's just like writing down a word, how you feel. Maybe it's just sitting in silence for five minutes and writing like how your day was or how, you know, what you're scared of or like what's coming up. Although he hasn't made like a super regular practice out of it every single time I, 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 don't want to say I force him, but like encourage him to sit down and journal. There is always a lot of insight that he is able to glean from that. And so I just share that with you because I know that, you know, whether you're in this space and have been in this space, or you have a friend or a family member or a spouse or a loved one, like who you think would benefit from this work as well, like share it with them. And again, I just share that because I wanted to, as I kind of shared some of those tips with you, remind you that perfection is not the goal and it's really just progress that we are focused on. So this, uh, this resource, Grow Where You're Planted, 90 Days of Journal Prompts for Personal Growth and Discovery, we will link it up in the show notes. I would love to know what you like about it, any feedback that you have, and again, share it with anyone and everyone, because I really do think that the entire world (laughs) would benefit from resources like this. And again, like this is your journey. I want you to make it what you want. If you find, of course, that you're ready to take this work and your personal growth to the next level with life coaching, I'd love to be your coach. At the point of recording this, I actually do only have a couple spots left for private one-on-one coaching. But if this is something that you are are serious about in the new year in 2022 in digging into your own life, your dreams, and and what's holding you back, this is where the work starts. And I would love to um, have that conversation with you if you want support in achieving your goals and creating the results that you want in any area of your life, in your relationships, um, your health, your financial situation, your career or business, self-confidence, any of these areas, this is the work that I do. And I just invite you to book a free consult call. We can discuss what you want, what your goals are, what's your, what your dreams are, what's keeping you stuck. And of course, how I can support you with my one-on-one coaching program to intentionally help you create that life for yourself. And journaling again is going to be just like a really, a really fantastic piece of that work that you can do whenever, um, wherever for yourself and I'm just excited to watch you and to hear from you as you are are digging in. So I'm just going to share some random questions from the resource 
and then we'll we'll wrap up the episode. So there are questions about so many different topics, but I'll just read a few too. So like, for example, what are po- some positive, healthy, or productive habits you have, and how do they serve you in the best way? What's something you're really proud of right now, and why does that make you proud? On a scale of one to 10, how confident are you in yourself and why? What's one area that you want to increase your confidence in and how will that impact your life? What's the last thing that you complained about? Can you find something to be grateful for within that situation or circumstance instead? What's one thing you're really afraid of doing right now? And what's one thing you can do today to face your fears head on? What's one thing that you can do today to simplify your life in some capacity? Describe your dream or ideal day. What's stopping you from creating that dream day? If you believed in yourself and your abilities 100%, how would you be showing up in your life and what would be different? Let's see, what else do I want to share with you? A couple others that I think would be really, really helpful. This is a good one. What causes you to shrink, hide, or censor yourself and why? What's one thing that you can do right now to start overcoming this? Write a forgiveness letter to your past self. What would you say? What are you ready to forgive and release? And the last one I'll share with you right now is, are you sacrificing yourself and your needs to please other people in any way? If so, how? What can you do to start meeting your own needs more? Obviously, that is just a tiny, tiny snippet of some of the um, prompts that I've created. And yes, I have created all of these from my own brain. These are questions that I have asked myself that I've shared with clients that I've been using and really just like questions that popped into my mind as I was creating this resource for you guys that I think would be so helpful for anyone in any area of life, in any capacity. And it's not just about like business. It's not just about uh, relationships. It's not just about like one area. So it can be really profound and impactful. Like I said, for anyone at any stage of life in any area for you to explore and grow and learn about yourself and learn to love yourself and do it in an uncensored, really, really low anxiety way with just you, yourself and your journal. So I hope that you guys enjoy. I am excited to hear about your breakthroughs as you go through this resource. And again, it's linked up in the show notes, Grow Where You're Planted, 90 Days of Journal Prompts for Personal Growth and Discovery. It's a free resource that I have created just for you. And I hope you enjoy. Um, Again, I hope you guys also at this time of year are enjoying the holidays, enjoying your time with family, enjoying I'm just wrapping up another incredible yet challenging yet beautiful as life is year of 2021. And I wish you nothing but the best in the new year. And of course, um, I am excited to continue sharing with you here on the podcast in the new year. And there's so much more in store 
on the podcast so much more in store for you in your life as well. And I am just so honored to do this work. So enjoy the journaling and we will talk to you guys next week. Bye everyone. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Dream Builder Society podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd love if you'd head over to iTunes or Apple Podcasts and leave a review so we can continue to get this content into the hands of other incredible women just like you. If you're interested in learning more about the work I do and what coaching could look like for you, head over to rachelolstead.com and book your free clarity call so we can explore how coaching can help you create your own dream life too.